if you have a goalkeeper who's really good in reading the game, you can have a, a slow goalkeeper looking really fast. And the other way around, you can have a really fast goalkeeper looking slow if he's not able to read the game. goalkeepers and welcome to a new episode of the Gloves On podcast. We are back with a new episode and we are excited to have Lasse Heinze as our guest today, a former professional goalkeeper and current goalkeeper coach at FC Midtjylland. Welcome Lasse to the podcast. Thank you. It's an honor to have you on. Um, we are excited to talk a little bit about the main topic today. It's going to be how it is to be the middleman between the goalkeeper and the head coach as the goalkeeper coach. But before we jump into that, I want to just quickly talk with you about your current situation as a goalkeeper coach in at FC Midtjylland, because FC Midtjylland is a growing club at the moment. You're doing extremely well in the Danish Super League, in the Danish Cup, but also recently just played in the Champions League against a major club like Liverpool. How is it to be at a club like FC Midtjylland at the moment? Uh, of course, it's uh, it's very exciting. I, the last five, five six months has been has been crazy. Um, after we qualified for the Champions League, uh, we we uh, yeah we we we've been so busy because we had we have had so many games in such a short time. Uh, it's been tough. But it, we, we learned a lot and uh, I'm pretty sure also the players learned a lot and we as coaches and, and the club, uh, we also learned a lot because we, we, we after one game, we just have to, to prepare already for, for the next one. Um, so it's been a big puzzle. Uh, the ones who didn't play so much, how much uh, could they train and was it even possible to train? Um, you know, giving the feedback after the games, uh, just preparing uh, that feedback also to be a preparation for the next game. Uh, so it's it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, but uh, it's also been tough. So so now we have a little bit of vacation. I think uh, most of us uh, needs it uh, a lot. Yeah, it's it's well deserved uh, after that run, and we even saw in the when you also qualified to the Champions League and you got to the group stage as well, um, showed the importance of having uh, not only one good goalkeeper, but having more because you had an injury with uh, Jesper Hansen, your first goalkeeper, and you needed to to play your second string. Um, how important would you say it is? You obviously showed it in your Champions League, but how important it is to not only have one good goalkeeper, but have this unit have a squad of goalkeepers that really just push each other every day and also can take the spot if necessary yes, of course it's 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 uh, it's very important because as we we also learned when 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 Jesper had a a, a small injury and, and was out for for three games uh, it's it's very nice and very calming for us uh, both as a team but but also the staff that we know that uh, Mikkel Andersen could just take over right away. Uh, he has a lot of experience. Uh, he tried it before, and and he he was he was ready. Of course, he was uh, he was ready. 
So uh, yeah, it, it's very important to have a, a good group of goalkeepers, and and you're not afraid of of using it if if you get an injury or or, or in these times that you you might be hit by by Corona. Uh, luckily, we didn't. Uh, we 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 wasn't hit by Corona that much. Uh, but but you you need uh, several goalkeepers with a with a with a high level, of course. Yeah, and I was thinking the current situation I'm in and the situation Alex has been in as well, uh, college, we have, uh, before COVID and, and stuff like that, we have a season, very short season, where we twice a week have games, exactly like you did uh, the last mm. couple of weeks. And it shows that a lot of players within the squad actually get injuries and get tired and stuff like that. So it shows that you not only need these 11 players or as a goalkeeper, this one goalkeeper, but you actually need a squad that can take over and you need one unit in order to actually achieve these goals. So again, the importance of of being a unit within the goalkeeper squad is so important. And, and it's your role as well, I think, because you're obviously the coach. So it's your role to not only focus on the first string, but really get everyone involved and and get them feel like they actually uh, are a part of this um, yeah goalkeeper squad mm. yes mm, of course when when we're on the pitch there's no numbers on our goalkeepers uh, so we don't have a first second or third or fourth if we have uh, if we sometimes have our four goalkeepers there's no numbers so so um, you know when when we train all the goalkeepers are, are even. Uh, we train, uh, we push each other, we help each other, we discuss, um, and and I think that's that's the most important thing. So so you don't have a um, on the pitch on the training grass. It's very important for me actually that that you don't have Jesper Hansen, who's clearly number one. You make it, uh, who who has been number two for for some period, and then you have Oliver also. Um, they're the same, and they do the same. They train the same. Uh, of course, when we have games, uh, the day after a game, Jesper is uh, is 35. So in this period, we we uh, had the priority that he had to go to the gym and do a a, a pretty heavy session actually after the game to prevent him from from uh, from drop uh, dropping uh, physically because a game. Is it's not tough physically for a, for a goalkeeper. We see that from the numbers we get from the GPS, that that a game is actually quite uh, easy on the goalkeeper. And so so to prevent him from dropping, we sent him into the gym. Then I could work a little bit harder with the with the other goalkeepers uh, the day after the game. Uh, usually also a day where we 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 play a lot on two goals. Um, so so. We always do the same. Um, it's not like we uh, we prioritize Jesper in the training. We prioritize them. Everybody of the every uh, goalkeeper that we have, so so they get around everything. Um, yeah. Really interesting. And when we're talking about you saying that um, it's not a tough game for for Jesper physically, can we talk about the the toughness? Uh, how hard it is mentally for a goalkeeper. If you wanna, if you can, we touch on that subject and talk about how 
tough it is mentally for Jesper if he talks about it, how hard it is for him to play 90 minutes against a Champions League team. Uh, because, yeah, mm. physically it's it's more demanding in Champions League than in the Superliga, I suppose. But mentally, can we talk about that? Yes, actually, it's not more tough to physically to play in the Champions League. We... we 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 get the numbers. We we have the GPS on the players, and 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 a game. If you talk about load, is uh, a game is is thirty three percent of a tough training. So physically, games no problem. But as you say, mentally, uh, you, you you can't really measure anything. So it's it's important to be close, to talk with the goalkeeper. What do you need? And and I think also the, you know, to give the feedback pretty quick so you can put this game uh, put this game away and get ready for the next one um, and then also when when we're on the on the training uh, uh, pitch we have fun uh, it's, it's not always uh, uh, necessary to be super serious of course we we're serious when we when we do our exercises but in between we we have fun and i also try to 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 make exercises and and and, and and drills uh, that are fun, uh, a lot of games, a lot of um, uh, competitions. Uh, uh, pretty much also with the, with that in mind that that to to rest uh, mentally. Yeah, and it's it's very interesting also to see that you obviously know the difference now between the Danish Super League and the Champions League, which is obviously a big. Uh, change, but how is it as a goalkeeper to develop into these games? Because we can take the example that in the Danish Super League, your first goalkeeper Jesper Hansen, he would probably not have as much to do as he would in the Champions League. So how is it that in the weekends he needs to be ready for this one big save in order to keep the clean sheet and keep the win of the of the tie? Then to go into the week in the Champions League where he needs to be the best player on the pitch and have almost like six saves in order to save the one point? Mm. Well, well, actually, I try to uh, to turn it around. Uh, the things that he has been doing in the Super League and has been doing very well for, for, for many years uh, is, is exactly the same that he should do in the Champions League. Um, then we can anticipate that there might be uh, more to do in the Champions League than in the Superliga. But all in all, maybe we talk about two or three more saves, um, three or four more uh, crosses. Uh, so, you know, the load, the, 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 the working load for, for in the Champions League is a bit bigger, yes, but not that much. And he shouldn't change. His mindset should be the same. He should always be prepared uh, during the game, before a shot, before a cross, before everything, and and that that's that's the main uh, main thing. Um, if you go out, I believe that if you go out and, and and say, okay, today I have to be the best player, then you get a bit stiff in your movement, uh, your uh, um, in your mind, you're, you're a little bit you're a little bit stiff instead of just being relaxed. Go out and play the game like it's uh, it's a normal game. Uh, I believe that that's where the big saves come from. Uh, it uh, we we cannot talk about uh, today. You have to have three four big saves. 
that's important for the team. We cannot talk about that because what if it doesn't happen? Uh, so, so I, I believe that preparation in every situation is the most important thing. And if you just play along, if you're in the game, uh, physically and mentally, Sage will come for sure. Yeah, I absolutely agree because you're spot on there when you say that every game should be the same. And I think that you should prepare for every game the same way because that will just make sure that you are ready for each save, each time, and for just for you to be there mentally. It's easier to prepare the same way that, let's say, you prepare for an AC Horsens game, you're a little more loose, and then when you play Liverpool, you are like just super up uh, uptight, and then, as you say, you might get stiff and so on. You have to, I believe, prepare the same way for each game because that will just make sure that you are more prepared and more focused and yeah and i suppose and, you're and, yeah 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 and and, and more relaxed uh, exactly. because you, you know the game a game for a goalkeeper is, is decision making uh, and if you're a little bit in doubt all the time because you're as you say that you are you're flying up here mentally then, then you have a problem because then you're not in the right position maybe you're not uh, uh, how do I explain? You're you're not ready when the when the when the shot will will, will fall. So yeah. so, I I believe that playing a game uh, against Liverpool uh, mentally should be the same as when you play against, as you said, the AC Horsens, um, Lyngby. Uh, I don't know, yeah. uh, maybe a, a club in the first division in in the in the cup league, in the yeah. cup should should be the same. So you're super relaxed. Uh, you know what your role is and you know what you have to do and then things will come. You cannot prepare for a game because you don't know um, you don't know how the how the game will be. Oh, exactly. Spot on. I agree. Yeah. And although I've also just learned that, that was, this was my coach in Los Angeles. He said that, Alex, your best games are when you are calm. Not when mm, you are exactly. more prepared or more hyped than any other game and I was like yeah all right that 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 hit me and I agreed so when we played the big games over there in college I was just trying to be as relaxed as possible and mm. calm and just yeah. confident and going on instinct and yeah yeah exactly but exactly. Well, I, I could imagine that it's that is easy to get intimidated now obviously you had the what I would call the advantage not to play in front of the cup at Liverpool, you play without fans, but it can be easy to. I'm obviously not talking of experience myself. I haven't played against Liverpool, but I could imagine that you stand in front of players like Mo Salah and and Jordan Henderson, and you. It, there must be something within you that, one, it could be I've made it, <laughs> but the other thing could also be I'm a little bit intimidated. That I have these players in front of me. Um, how do you think, or do you just think that now we actually just, we have this mindset that we're going to play this game and, and, and when we finally start the first minute, I don't even think about who I'm, I'm playing against. I just want to play as, at the highest level as possible within this game. I think it's different from goalkeeper to goalkeeper and player to player, how they mm. react on, on this, because of course you can get, get intimidated by uh, uh, by by playing against the 
by uh, Salah, Henderson, uh, a lot of good players. Um, Zapata from At- Atalanta as well. Um, but 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 again, I believe that if you if you're prepared uh, mentally, if you know what you're going to do, uh, then you can do it also in the game. Uh, I think also in for sure it's been in our advantage that uh, there has been no. Uh, uh, spectators for for the games, um, but again, we're, we're a young club. Uh, we never tried uh, tried this before. We we played in the in the Euroleague before, but we never played on the big big scene. So this has also been uh, a rally where we have to uh, to to gather experience, um, to find out more about ourselves when we're in the games. Um, and and I think we did. So hopefully uh, we get to play uh, maybe Champions League uh, again someday, and and we know what we're going to face. Uh, and that experience is is super super important. Uh, we have a quite young team, uh, some young uh, talented players who I believe has learned a lot. Uh, I think we also saw an amazing development from the first game where we played against Atalanta on, uh, at home. Uh, they killed us, uh, but during the next games, we 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 grew as a team. Uh, we know we knew what to do to have a chance, uh, knowing that we we play against teams that uh, on paper should be way better than us. Um, uh, I believe that in Atalanta on the uh, second leg, uh, second last game, uh, we played one one, played a really really good game. We played an outstanding international game with an international mindset. Uh, I think that we, in the last game against Liverpool, and, and, and people will also say Liverpool, they, they uh, saved a couple of the players. But if you look at the, the 11 players at the end of the game, it was a really, really strong Liverpool team. And, and, uh, and, and we, we got that one point, point that we deserved. And we actually think we deserved to win that game also. So I think we we grew uh, during uh, during the rally of the of the six games, uh, and I think we are ready uh, to do more next time we're uh, we're in the Champions League. Um, so so as a team and individually, I, I believe our players uh, they grew absolutely. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And you you grew as a team and individually. And what I loved was that no matter who you played, you played the way that you always do and to to transition that into our next topic it is involving the goalkeeper in the play so you have Jesper Hansen as a goalkeeper and he is brilliant with his feet as he was doing all the time in the Champions League as well he's been doing in Superliga so can we talk about how you have talked to the head coach about involving Jesper Hansen in the game and him being that 11th player being that mm. extra guy who can help build up the play and play out from the back every time. Well, it actually, when I uh, was promoted into the first team uh, two and a half years ago, the the, the coach was Yes uh, Torp, who's now in uh, FC Copenhagen. Uh, our style of play was a bit uh, different uh, than it is now. Uh, back then, Jesper uh, didn't really play uh, short. Uh, uh, passing with his feet, he he played it up, 
for 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 Paulo Nacho, and then we 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 fought from there. Uh, pretty much, we played really power football back then. Um, then uh, then then slowly, uh, when Priske took over, uh, of course Kenneth Anderson was also coach in between, but. But when Priske took over, he he uh, the first day he said we need to use uh, Jesper more, and uh, so so we talked a bit uh, about that. Uh, Priske was very clear in what he wanted, uh, that he wanted the goalkeeper to be this 11th player and, and want him to 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 break lines with his uh, with his passing, and uh, you know in the years before that. Yes, but he he had so many things he could do with his feet, but we didn't use it as a team. And I believed it was it was such a shame when he he had these when he had the, these skills that we didn't really use it in the in the way we played. Um, so so we 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 discussed and we talked and Priske learned me also a lot on how we wanted to play out from the back, how he wanted it to be done. Um, and then, of course, it's, it was easy for, for Jesper because he, he's, uh, he's, he's a bit, uh, he's just as much football player than, he, than, than he's, uh, he's a goalkeeper. So now we use all the abilities that he, that he got. And uh, him being so calm on the ball, finding the right solutions, gives a lot to the team. Uh, so now we, we're actually able to rest with the ball. Um, and uh, yeah, and I think we 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 can develop uh, that that even more. We're so lucky also in the Champions League to play against uh, Allison uh, in Liverpool and also Nana in, in Ajax. Um, so I believe that in this group that we were in, I think we saw the top three of the top five goalkeepers with the feet in in all over Europe. And it was fun to see and fun to watch and also fun to watch how. Uh, how clubs clubs are starting to really use uh, the goalkeepers as much more than just a shot stopper. Um, yeah, it's and I, I, yeah, as you say, like using the keeper more with his feet uh, than as a shot stopper. Uh, myself, I use my feet way more than my hands in a game. But also, as you say, we saw Unana, Alison, and then Jesper Hansen. And you saw that Jesper Hansen was at their level with his feet. Mm -hmm. And it's just brilliant to watch that the Danish goalkeeping, the Danish way of doing goalkeeping is evolving into mm. more playing with the feet like Jesper Hansen, Kasper Smeichel. We have many other keepers who are really good with their feet. So that's mm. just brilliant to see. And I know Jesper Hansen, he grew up in Norseland, so they always love to play a lot. So to talk about... You said that Brian Priske, the head coach, has taught you something. And how have you used what he has taught you and put that into the goalkeeper training so that you could train game-specific distribution, if you could say that? Uh, actually, I, I would like just to add to what you uh, said before, that we, we are evolving with the feet. Yeah. Uh, I think... It's two different types of uh, of uh, evolving with the feet because most goalkeepers today they can play with the feet. They have a really nice kick, um, especially if you see in in England. You see the English goalkeepers also. They have a really nice kick. They uh, they kick 
so incredibly long, uh, very nice, but they have problems when they play the short passing. So I would like to actually just divide it up and say, okay, you can be good with the feet, have a nice kick, you can hit whatever you want uh, over a distance of 50 meters, but are you able to to uh, participate in the in the build-up play? That's two different things uh, because uh, you need to see the game, you need to to understand the game, and you need to understand the tactics uh, of the build-up before you can do it. Um, so, what Jesper is able able to do is that he he can see the game, he see the 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 build-up play uh, with these small tactical uh, adjustments that we would like uh, he adapted so fast and and so easy uh, so so right now when when we see uh, clubs uh, trying to press us high Jesper is the one who takes out, away the pressure um, so so it's it's pretty much a mindset that when we have the ball Jesper uh, is our 11th uh, out, outfield player um, uh, what we do in the training I, I try, uh, I really try to um, to tell the goalkeeper, uh, oh, sorry, to, to tell the, the coaches to to bring in the goalkeepers in the in the possession games, um, because they need to see the games, they need to see the movements, they need to see um, that you're not not always you have to play on demand, but maybe you can play in an area where the the the, the man is running into. Um, you need to understand that you can you can play a little bit on the side, and then you can decide where he's going to play the ball. So it's very complex, um, but with 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 a plan, tactically, uh, you 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 can get a long way. Um, and it's very difficult for me to train it in our goalkeeper sessions because we're maybe we're four goalkeepers. Uh, one goalkeeper coach. Sometimes we we have the, the goalkeeper coach from the the academy out also, but we need more uh, players to to develop this. Um, so we also sometimes we 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 develop the game um, um, where we're trying to 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 get this out where tactically what we want. Uh, so we play that with the team. Um, but of course, if you if you're a young goalkeeper, you need to do this a lot. You need to do it a lot because everybody today they can kick, no questions asked. But can you see the game? That's a big question. Yeah, and when we're talking about development and the head coach involvement, how we obviously know that the head coach is the man behind the tactics, and you as as a goalkeeper coach are the one talking with him about who you think should be the one in goal for the upcoming game. But how are you getting the head coach involved in the development of goalkeepers in order for them to know what the head coach wants? It, it, it all starts with the plan. Well, how, how do we as a team want to play? Both often offensively, but also defensively. Uh, and, and when you have a pretty clear idea of how we want to do it, uh, let's just say uh, defensively, Okay, then we can start to talk about the position of the goalkeeper. Um, can be on uh, the strategy on on crossing. Uh, it can be strategy on balls uh, behind our four bike line. Where do we want him? So we talk about the position of the goalkeeper. 
we can talk about one against one. We can talk about uh, two against two, uh, maybe three against two. How how do we solve this uh, into getting a, a finish on goal that is easier for our goalkeeper to save? Um, but I think you see more and more also the the, the top uh, clubs in the in in the leagues. They need more from the goalkeeper than maybe from the middle and down, because we need to create the, the game. We need to uh, we need to take hand on the game. We want to decide the game, and that's where the goalkeeper is very very important today. And also why you see these types of goalkeepers like Onana, like Ellison, like Jesper in our club. Um, that's why you see them playing in those uh, in those clubs because we want to decide the game. We don't just want to kick a long ball and fight. Uh, we need more. Uh, so so also the the outfield players because the, the, of course the higher quality you have of the the outfield players then we cannot just shoot a ball over them and run and fight. Uh, you will win sometimes, but you will for sure also lose sometimes. So this is a style of play where we want to be uh, decisive of the game and want to decide that we're going to win the game. Awesome. That's, that's the kind of football that I love to see and I love to play myself. So that's awesome to hear that. Taking it a bit back, talking about how you develop your distribution but also your game understanding as you were talking about and that goalkeeper should be in the possession game with the outfield players that is something that when I have told my peers in the state and my English friends from from the UK I tell them that when I grew up I grew up in Nisby where Nicholas Messon is from so we always played a lot and when I tell them that I was a part of the outfield training at least 20 to 30 minutes each practice, they were like, whoa, what? You just didn't have goalkeeper training for 30 minutes to an hour? And I was mm. like, no, because, yeah, it's important to make those saves and get that technique and all the foundations of a goalkeeper. But as we talk about now and as we see in the modern game now, the game understanding of a goalkeeper is super important also to be able to place yourself the right moment, the right time, both for a shot, but also for a back pass or be that 11th guy as we talk about. So that's just something that is a great advice for all the listeners, also all the coaches that are listening, that involving your goalkeepers in the practice is super important for them to develop with the team and also to develop their own game understanding mm. you, you, uh, I think we you can always see that uh, if you have if you have a goalkeeper who's really good in reading the game you can have a, a slow goalkeeper looking really fast and the other way around you can have a really fast goalkeeper looking slow if he's not able to read the game uh, what I found what I find is the most difficult thing to, to, to train is the balls coming against you um, to to read the ball, to to uh, know where it's going to hit and so on, but you get a lot of stimuli stimuli in in the possession games because that's what it is all the time. Um, so we we actually uh, we did this also for the youth because today uh, not only the kids but also the parents they want 
specialists train a lot and all the time. And we actually tried in FC Midland to turn it a bit around and say, okay, we, we, uh, we, we do less specialist training on, for our goalkeepers, our youngest goalkeepers, uh, but more outfield play because we don't know when they're 12 years old if, if they're going to be um, Super League goalkeepers. But we know that if they have, are going to have a chance in our club, they need to be football players. Um, what they have to learn with the hands, we will learn them in time. Um, no doubt about that. So, so, um, so we tried also in the youth development to to turn things a bit around and make them more outfield players in the training also, uh, because it it is very important and you also get this uh, uh, this at- athlete uh, from that instead of just stupid. Sorry to say, stupid goalkeepers who only know how to be in goal. <laughs> Yeah, but but it but it's right, uh, and we love to to go down in in detail in this podcast. But we also need to to keep our concepts. So, let's in the in this podcast we have a concept where we, due to our name gloves on, we always ask our guests about their favorite gloves and why. And usually we have, um, professional goalkeepers in, professional goalkeeper coaches in. So they obviously have a brand. They might be sponsored by us, stuff like that. But what are your favorite brand at the moment and what kind of gloves do you use at the moment as a goalkeeper coach? I, I use uh, U-Sport. Uh, when I was a player and I, I played in Silkeborg, uh, Torben Pedersen, who's the agent of uh, U-Sport in Denmark, he's a big part of that club and also a big fan of the club. He's a very, very nice man. Um, so, I have stuck to Torben uh, and Ulsports since the day I met him, and for sure I will, uh, as long as I'm uh, I'm a goalkeeper coach. Um, they, for me, they have a big range of uh, of products. You can always find something that fits and suits you. Uh, um, but for me, it's it's also also uh, about relations, um, and I have a good relation for for uh, Ulsport and Torben, and uh, yeah. He, he, he delivers such a good service. Uh, if I need gloves, I have them uh, right away. And when I was a player, if I forgot gloves, uh, he, would, he would take his car and bring me new ones. And uh, that's also something that uh, is important to me, that you, you, you get a, a good service. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great to hear and great that you are loyal to Ulsport. I also heard that they are absolutely brilliant gloves. But let's... Thank you very much for being a part of this episode. It was absolutely brilliant. You are you're very uh, welcome. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are very excited to hear this. And for you listeners, thank you for listening. And if you like this episode, please go listen to more episodes or leave a review. And always remember to follow Gloves On podcast on your different social media. Follow Danish Goalkeeping, which is me, and follow Goalkeeper Dane, which is Marcus. And catch you on the next episode of the Gloves On Podcast.